Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not contain or replace your own financial, tax, legal or financial product advice. Hello Australia, welcome to My Millennial Money. I'm Glenn James, this is John Pigeon. Thanks for coming in today, John. My pleasure, Glenn. Such short notice. Oh, unbelievable. Overnight, the federal government announced the Home Builder program to stimulate the building industry. And they reckon it'll have a cost of $680 million, so a bit of change there. So, today we're going to just chat about what it is, how it works, Mm. um, and then we can continue the conversation in the Facebook group. Yes. So, Home Builder is a limited-time grant provided to help the residential construction market to bounce back from the coronavirus crisis. Home Builder will provide eligible owner-occupiers, including first-home buyers, so that's anyone who builds a new property or buys a new property or renovates with a grant of $25,000 to build a new home or substantially renovate an existing home where the contract is signed between the 4th of June, so today at time of recording, and 31st of December this year. And the interesting thing is construction must start within three months of the contract date. So, no point if you're doing an off-the-plan in two years time and Mm. all that. This is like where the government wants to get that money happening and into into the economy. Yep. They want the trades on the ground, don't they? And the cool thing is Home Builder will complement existing state and territory first homeowner grant programs, stamp duty concessions and other grant schemes, as well as the Commonwealth's first home loan deposit scheme and first home super saver scheme. I love that sentence. That's a wild one. And we'll get to why you love it. So, let's talk about eligibility. To be eligible for this, you are a natural person. Yes, you've got to be natural. So, no, <laughs> no, supernatural, no, no <laughs> supernatural people. But that basically means a company or trust can't do this. So, yeah. your super fund can't buy a property. Uh, your company can't buy a property. You've got to be 18 years or older. You have to be an Australian citizen. Now, Last year's tax return, 2018-2019, you have to earn under $125,000 per year or less for a single. Yep. That would be excluding super, I would imagine. Not clear here, but, you know, they look at the tax return and super isn't on the tax return. Yeah. Or if you're a couple, $200,000 a year is the upper limit. Yep. So, the top end of town miss out. Unfortunately. Now, in terms of the threshold... The property, if you build a new home as a principal place of residence, the value cannot exceed $750,000. Yeah. Or if you substantially renovate your home, it has to be between one hundred and fifty dollars and seven hundred and fifty dollars but the property value can't exceed $1.5 million. Mm. And it's valued prior to the renovation. 
I would assume so. Yeah, that's why how I read it anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, the cool thing about this is it's really, they're just going, people who are ready to go, let's dance. Yeah. You can't renovate. So, I wanted to put a plunge pool in. Mm. I was joking on the Facebook group going, well, it looks like I'll get a plunge pool. Yeah. Can't do that. It's got nope. to be connected to the house. Yes. So, it can't be a pool, tennis court or shed. Yes. And it can't be an investment property. No. Nope. You have to live in it. Yeah, and minimum renovation, 150000 of yeah. your own So, coin. it's a decent size renovation. Yeah. It's not we're knocking over the back veranda and putting another room there that's going to cost 80 grand. Yeah. It's a, it's, a go to, it's a go to town. Be a big room. So, I guess the other thing in terms of highlights, they're paying the, and I think this is an efficiency play and it makes sense, it will just go through your state or territory. Um, state revenue. Revenue. Yeah. So, New South Wales would be the office of revenue, whatever they call it yeah. in New South Wales. Yeah. So, yeah. if you are having existing grants and you're going for a loan, the when you talk with your broker, the conveyancer, they'll factor in this grant yeah. and the government will automatically pay the bank and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and like the existing first homeowner grants, they're all separate. So, the... Um, the Deposit um, scheme, the first home grant concession, the stamp duty, they're all separate um, applications. So, yep. this will also be a separate one. So, you can't bundle them all together and just put in one application. Yeah. And then the cool thing is if you are renovating your house and you just have a redraw facility or you've got cash in your offset account, just pump the renovation, make sure you have the documents mm. and then... You can then apply to your state or territory office and they will credit you the cash. Yeah. Now, interesting on that, they won't allow owner-builder. So, Glenn exactly. James can't go and do his own reno. He, he needs to engage a, a certified builder and they need to see licenses uh, and, and proof of that uh, as well as a, a proper HIA building contract. Yeah. So, they are really making sure that it's a legitimate stimulus to the building and construction industry. Yeah. And I think it's interesting this one because you'd probably know more than me, but is this the first time the federal government has done something like this? Yeah, definitely in my time anyway, I haven't seen anything like it. Mm. Um, and and which obviously uh, officially we went into recession yesterday to back-to-back quarters of uh, what are they called? Negative growth. cash flow growth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there is... Um, they're, from a government point of view, they, I believe, said, well, we've saved a bit of money on JobKeeper, uh, what we forecasted for, so we're going to maybe allocate this now to the construction industry because we can forecast maybe a downturn in that in the coming months as um, there's not an up, upkeep of people renovating or, or building. Yeah, and a lot of people find it you know, confusing, and it is. We'll put a, a link to the fact sheet that's from the Treasury website. And even this morning over breakfast in preparing for this episode, the f- the fact sheet wasn't on the Treasury site yet. Yeah. It was only like 10 minutes before you walked in the door that it popped up. I was going to say, I thought you'd been emailed directly from the J-Fry. The J-Fry? <laughs> well, Scotty from marketing, he goes pretty good. Home builder, job keeper, yeah. job seeker. <laughs> so, just to recap, you have to live in the property. You can't use it for an investment property. You have to live in the property yes. and it has to be brand new or substantially renovated. Yes. 
So that excludes commercial for anyone that um, might not have listened earlier. So commercial, investment, anything where you are not physically living in that residential property. So I just want to go to the Facebook group just to start a bit of a discussion. Kristen says, hi all, the PN just announced a 25K grant with exceptions. What are your thoughts on taking advantage of this with a solid 30K already for a house deposit on a single income? I would love to hear your thoughts. And she added, no DMs, please. Just on that, don't direct message people in the Facebook group, please, unless you get their permission, just as a general rule. So, there's heaps of questions on there. My initial thoughts, and John will answer this as well, if you are almost ready to go anyway, and you could bring your plan forward, mm. at least pull the trigger in September, bring it forward a couple of months, yeah. I would be doing that for 25 grand. That's just me. But- it doesn't change the fact that your mortgage or your borrowing is assessed on your serviceability. Yeah, that's right. So, I think what you need to do, Kristen, is chat to one of our brokers in our ecosystem and just get some data for you to make decisions. Mm. So, that could be, you know, can you run the numbers on me buying a $550,000 house that I'm going to live in or an apartment with life is exactly the way it is now for me? Can I do it? Okay. No, I can't. What if we added another 25K of less money that I had to borrow? It would drop the servicing. Yeah. So, I think it's important. You know, we don't want the tail wagging the dog ever. But if you can speed up your strategy Mm. to get 25K tax-free, which is a lot of bloody money... I would be looking at doing that if it was me. Yeah, it is in the whole scheme of things, isn't it? And I think 25 grand to a first homeowner or or someone building their own home is probably more than 25 grand to a substantial renovation, I think. Just like it it can mean the world of difference. Correct. Yeah. So, look, I've got the example where I'm talking to someone at the moment who is looking at, at building their own home. It was going to be for investment purposes, but now they're saying, well, hang on a minute, there's 45 grand on the table here, 20 for buying or, or building you as a first homeowner, but also 25 from the government um, regarding this home builder package, and I don't pay stamps, I'm going to change a few things around in my life for 12 months to make that happen. So that's where the strategy was already in place, but then we just tweak the strategy a little to make it work because financially your 45 plus stamps call it 55 grand in in front essentially Mm. um before you start i just want to go back to the facebook group i put up a link to the abc news article and there's a few questions in there that i think really capture a lot of what's going on in people's minds caitlin asks will this be in addition to the state-based first home owners grant i'm eligible for 20 grand building in regional Victoria, this would mean I would be able to receive 45 in total. Yes. Yes. Plus the stamp savings. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose two things to to add with all of that is the actual uh, limit on people applying is uncapped. So at the moment with the um, first time on a deposit scheme, that was capped. First 10,000, wasn't it? That's right. And I think that was... (laughs) 
That was a political scheme. Yeah. I mean, they've extended it for July 1 for another 10,000, which is nice of them. But Mm. in this case, from now until December 31, it's it's uncapped in terms of the number that can apply, which is great. Totally. And obviously, that 25K is not taxed. And I will assume this has to pass parliament. So, I'll make that assumption. Nothing's said and done until uh, Her Majesty gives things royal assent. Sammy asks, how do I apply for this? Woohoo. Uh, what you would do, and Tanya said, I want, I'm wondering the same, I would talk to your mortgage broker, talk to your conveyancer, they will organise it and, and apply for it on your behalf and it will come out in the wash when you settle. Yeah, through state revenue. Yep. So, yeah, keep, keep in contact with state revenue in your state and that's where the application will be. Lauren says, I've been debating about building or buying my second house. Still don't convince me to build with some lack of quality. I've seen from friends the big question is what to do with the current one so many variables so yeah that can it can just throw in another variable and that's why it just be clear on your strategy yeah and that, that's actually an interesting one from her because she might decide well hang on a minute i'm going to move out of this house and if it was a strategy to build you could go and do that um somewhere else in another suburb um to to take advantage of that now we don't want to upend the earth to to just qualify for the 25 but if you are sort of doing it anyway and looking at it then you've got to seriously consider it and we've got time john we've got till december so Mm. if you were on the road to yeah i'm getting to the stage i've met with the mortgage broker they said look yeah you've got 20 grand saved save another 15 or 20 and you're in this just goes all right it's time to dance baby yeah however it must be brand new that's right yeah can't be lived in Unless you buy an old shack and you can somehow cash flow this, an old shack, not the bastard over or substantially renovate it, mm. you've got to get your skates on and it might be a clarity call with you, John. Mm. But I think if someone's holding 25 grand over my head to say, well, if you're going to do this, speed it up and do it now, yeah. we'll give you 25 grand. I'm going to do all I can to do that, yeah. but not actually going to cause stress or drama just no, to do that. Yeah, it's a bit of a mindset thing. But I think the sweet spot or where the stars align is the example we gave before where there's potentially 45K on the table for us with no stamp for that first home buyer. That's where that sweet spot is. Um, but she's also right. Um, Lauren, was it? Yeah. She's talking about quality of builds and and all the builders out there, the, um, the quality does vary a mm. hell of a lot. So, just making sure that number one, they're not marking up their prices because of that, and number two, that it is a reputable builder. Paul asks a good question. I wonder if this works by buying apartments off the plan that are going to start construction this year. Technically, it's a new build, but the construction won't be completed by the end of the year. So, yeah, there's actually an example, Paul, on the fact sheet, and he talks about Rebecca, and I'll go to my little spreadsheet. So, Rebecca buys, it's a first home, we'll assume, Paul, it, we'll just assume it's your first home. She buys, she exchanges contracts this year before December, but construction has to just start within three months. Mm. So, technically, you could exchange in December, February, they could build the foundations, not do anything for 15 years, and then finish it, you will still get the grant. Yeah. So, it's just about starting construction, exchanging um, this is an interest one. Nathan says, seems fairly worthless. If you were planning a major reno already, it's a bonus, but nothing for first home buyers. Well, 
there is something for first home buyers if you want to buy your first home that is brand new. Yeah, massive. Or if you want to, and again, it goes back to strategy, let's buy our first home, let's buy a new apartment that's well or nearly completed, let's live in it for six months, a year or whatever, then we'll keep it as an investment property. So, I'm I'm not throwing the baby out 100% with the bathwater. Danielle asks, is 150K what people normally spend on renovations? Well, it's funny, you you pull that thread and John will know soon. I mean, yes. Mm. 150K does not give you much in a reno. And and yeah. that's why I suppose building new is, is so attractive now because of the cost of construction and to change the template for something or, or to add new things to it. Um, when we talk about old houses, the the um, uh, electricals and the, the plumbing, they're all still old and then you're tacking on something brand new to it. This is a, actually, this got 30 little likes in my thread and I want to talk about this because I don't necessarily agree, but I'll read it. Kate says, the only people who can afford to spend 150K on renovations are those who earn over 200 a year. This seems counterproductive. I don't think that's 100% true because if you no. had a spouse and, you know, partner and spouse or couple yeah. earning... 80k each one was a school teacher the other one was a nurse hairdresser whatever it is and they already owned their property Mm. and wanted to go put another level on and they had a bit of equity all day long they could spend like oh totally i mean i think that's categorically not true with respect but i get yeah I get it's it can be intimidating to read these numbers and see this grant yeah and it and from her perspective, she's not right or wrong. It's just her thoughts and, and what she's experienced over the time. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. If the, if the loan-to-value ratio on your existing property was 50 or 60% and there's some still some equity to grab out and of there. And room to service. And room to service if you're on your 150 combined mm. um, or even on 100 uh, as a personal income, there's, uh, there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to borrow 150 to get it done. Yeah, and I think Kate... Shout out. She's a fairly good reg, uh, regular contributor to the group. So, thanks for uh, your feedback. Yeah. And again, all this stuff that people write, whether we agree with it or not, whether it's fact or fiction, I like you writing your two cents because it makes for good discussion points. Totally. Because if someone person's thinking it and they write it, mm. there will be other people who think about it anyway. So Yeah. And it, and it can remove a lot of myths out there as well. Yeah. And this is this is a very interesting one. Leah said, and I love it because it's the smiley face upside down. It's like my favorite kind of smile. It's like, ha So, only helping renovators who can afford to do so without this scheme. So, so that's a good point. If you can afford 150K reno, you can probably afford to do it with or without this scheme. Absolutely. But Leah, what this scheme is doing, it's putting a carrot out there to get people moving today to get tradies and the industry around the building world back to work stimulus. All stimulus is is a a shot of adrenaline into the arm of the industry yeah. to get things moving fast. So absolutely if if you couldn't afford a twenty grand renovation tomorrow well, you weren't going to ever do 150k one anyway. No, no, don't go beyond your means if you if you 
don't think you can do it. But, I mean, if you walk along the street and you see a dollar, do you pick it up? Oh, you would, I would. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't just in case someone's glued it as a joke. <laughs> in, in Corona too, maybe it's dirty. Yeah. But yeah, if there's twenty five k there, you've got to seriously look at it, don't yeah. you? Yeah, and 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 that's it. Like, I think it's just about we've just got to see it as stimulus. And I guess these stimulus things it speaks to is your financial house in order, ready to pounce. Mm. So if we we do an autopsy of the last year yeah you know corona hit we know the people who had an emergency fund could have more options when corona hit yeah we know that people now if they are ready to buy their first home they will get more help that's right but if you're still and i've totally get that there's new listeners and people who are just waking up to being financially fit this speaks to, this is why you just need to clear your debt as soon as possible. It goes back to that financial minimalism episode where I talked about the, you've got to have an agile cash flow. Can't yeah. be tied down because you need to adapt when things come up. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And a client rang me on Monday and said, oh, what's all this about the government stimulus? I heard there's something being released. And I said, yeah, there is. And he said, well, we spoke about the variables of what it may be. So he was already in preparation to get his ducks in a row, whereas two weeks ago he was he was not looking. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you've just got to be It's on easy the to foot. get your ducks in the row if you're not in debt and have some savings. Yeah, that's right. And obviously his foundations are solid, so he can, he can move forward pretty quickly, so... So, there's another question here from Jake, which echoes what Kate was saying. Um, and it just speaks to, if one person's thinking it, throw it up there because there'll be others and we can chat about it. Uh, for new houses, it makes sense. But for renovations, I can't see it having much uptake. There can't be that many people or couples who are eligible, i.e. under the income thresholds, who undertake a uh, 175K renovation. And... Yeah, that's fine, but there still are a lot of people that will. And this is what I've learned, John, if we can step back and be philosophical. If there's one thing that this Facebook group and this podcast has taught me personally is the way I see the world isn't how the world actually is. No, vastly different. <laughs> it would be wild it would if it be was. Very wild. If the yeah. if the world woke up tomorrow and the way that Glenn James saw it, it yeah. would be a wild time, and it I would, would not recommend that. Yeah, no. Look, and as I said before, no one's right, no one's wrong. It's just their commentary on it, and everyone's got their their right to that. Uh, but it's just taking it all in and and making an informed decision. This is interesting, and I don't know the answer to this. Haken, and sorry if I haven't pronounced your name right, my land is settling in two weeks, building to start in about three months, but I've already signed my building contracts. Will I be able to get this? Can okay. we cancel the bloody contracts and yeah, re-sign ring, them? Bring the builder, <laughs> um, cut, cut the build contract up and sign a new one tomorrow. And tell the builder, if you don't want to do it, I'll give you five grand. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, that's an easy one. Well, and again, I, I don't want to be, I was joking everyone, I don't want to be seen as doing anything bad but there could be a way but as you've written it there no you're not eligible no letter of the law letter of the law okay nicole asks will the f hog still apply apps are bloody lootly so on page four of or page two of the fact sheet at the bottom there's a case study i'm going to assume 
that it's New South Wales for this case study. Yes. It says Rebecca is a first home buyer. Have I already talked about this in this episode? No, you, we talked about it before we went on air. We did, didn't we, Johnny? <laughs> it's been a rough morning for old Unky Glenny. Rebecca is buying a $550,000 off-the-plan apartment. Yes. Ordinarily, if she was just a normal buyer, not a first-home buyer. Off the street. Off the street, already owned 15 properties, one property, whatever it is. In New South Wales, she would have to pay $20,000 stamp duty. Yeah. Okay. So, she's a first-home buyer. So, $550,000 off-the-plan apartment. She doesn't have to pay the twenty grand stamp duty. Wiped. She's also a first home owner, so she gets the FHOG, First mm-hmm. Home Owners Grant in New South Wales, yeah. which is 10K, 10K because it's brand new. So, she saved 30K so far. 30K so far. Plus, she got the call up from Scotty from Marketing saying, hey, Rebecca, you're a home builder. Mm. If you get this role on the show by the end of December, mm. get the contract signed, make sure they start building within three months. Of the contract signed. Yep. She would get the extra 25 grand. Yeah. That's over $55,000 in free money. Yes. Yeah. No, it's a a whack, isn't it? A fair whack. Now, I mean, that's like, it's basically a year's worth of after-tax income for many people. Yeah, totally. You can't save that money. It's tax-free. How do you Um, save 55 grand if you're earning 80K a year? Yeah, and you're a single hard. person. Yeah. So, the, the thing to remember with the off-the-plan is usually when you sign a contract or commit to an off-the-plan apartment, it's probably 18 months to two years before it's out of the ground or at least commenced. So, if you're looking at off-the-plan apartments right now, to uh, they've just been released, there's a, a good chance that this won't apply because of that time frame of three three months. But I think you would have a case and you could probably ask the... Uh, revenue officers in your state or territory, if you prove to them, hey, this is a brand new building, no one's actually lived in that apartment, I reckon there's a, a strong chance you'd still get that. Because I yeah. got it here when I, I built this place. It was already established. Right. And I got the first homeowners grant new homes because no one had actually lived in it before. Yeah, I know, but this is a bit different. This is trying to stimulate the economy by getting construction workers back working. These, in that case, they're not going to be working for another 18 months, two years. Yes, but I'm saying if she rocked up and there was a brand new apartment building and there was three in there that didn't sell off the plan. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. If, yeah. They're, if they're already complete or just about to, but the, the chances of that happening probably aren't as common as something being launched brand new where it's, there's 50 available. So, it's just, again, the stars have got to align for you. Not just um, going without any clear, concise strategy. Someone asked uh, Claretti, if I pronounce your name correct, do we need to have $150,000 deposit to get this? No, you just have to, um, that's the threshold. Jacob said this should have gone into social housing. It's an interesting point that. But again, that doesn't stimulate the building community unless they say, yeah. Affordable housing. Yeah, it's a tough one because- if you were to pull the trigger and do a big affordable housing project, the government have to pay more than the $600 million that right. they've pledged. So. Yeah, and I think the Greens are talking about where social housing benefits are coming from. So, yeah. Yell asks, and her surname is Ina, so I'd imagine her name's Yelena. 
can we get a podcast on this? Specifically, how it helps. F Hob. Oh, you've already replied yes, doing one today. <laughs> well, so here we are. We've uh, you've asked and we've I mean, delivered. We're pretty much, you know, you people. You've got what you wanted, mm. and if you're still listening, you're just here for the lols. Oh, you are. But so, I'll, we'll give you one other bit of mm-hmm. factual information. When we're talking, you need to produce 150 of your own funds for a renovation. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you need 150 in your bank. No, you can borrow that absolutely from any. Tom, Dick and Harry. That's a good point. Mm. So, the government only care that the contract says you're spending yes. 150k on the reno. That's right. They don't care if you went to the casino and won it. They don't care if you're borrowing it. They don't care. Get it from somewhere to spend it. So, yeah. well, that's been great. Yeah, enjoyed it. If you're after personal financial advice, this podcast is not for you. But if you do want a financial advisor or mortgage broker to talk with about your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'll put you in touch with one of our trusted professionals. This podcast supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you want some other giving options, or if you are unsure about which charity you can support, head to the lifeyoucansave.org.au Thanks to Jess Knauss, producer, Nathan Robertson, editor, and me, Asher. Anyway, make sure you're connected via Instagram and our free Facebook group. We also film most of our content now, so check out My Millennial Money on YouTube. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.